Welcome to Stay Grounded with your host, me, Raj Jana. I'm the founder of Java Press Coffee Company, and my life changed after my mentor died with three months left until retirement. That experience inspired me to start a personal journey to discover how we can all live a purpose-driven and meaningful life starting today. I interview everyone from best-selling authors and business moguls to extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment to uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? And welcome to this week's special clip or episode or short little nugget of Stay Grounded. I hope you're all having a beautiful day so far. I am so grateful and excited to be introducing this week's very special guest, Chef Rick Moonen. So I met Chef Rick at uh, Feasted Forward, which was the festival that I was invited to be a lead podcast host at. Um, this was not a planned interview. <laughs> In fact, uh, this interview made me realize how practiced I am. Like I've done over 230 something episodes, uh, majority of those being interviews with people. And I have to say, I've gotten really good at just dropping in with somebody with no preparation and being able to go deep into the heart. And that's really what we were able to do with Chef Rick. I mean, Chef is a multi-award winning celebrity chef and a restaurateur known as the godfather of sustainability. He has started several restaurants, multiple in New York City that have earned several awards. He's been featured in James Beard, the Food and Wine Magazine. Uh, he's on the board of advisors for the French Culinary Institute and a member of the Culinary Institute of America. I mean, you name it. Chef Rick has kind of been around the block and he's, he's dedicated his life to mastering his craft as a chef that focuses on sustainability. And, you know, in this very short episode, we went straight into it, how he uses cooking to connect with himself, how he fell in love with cooking, the way his mom influences the way that he cooks. And so much more. I mean, it was such a fun, <laughs> entertaining, quick episode that just dropped me into my heart and made me realize that there's so many different paths to ourselves. And when I think about staying grounded, staying grounded is about this idea of connection. What helps us feel connected to ourselves? What helps us feel in our bodies? What gives us that, that sense of creativity or what helps us feel alive in ourselves in each moment? And Chef Rick's enthusiasm, his love for cooking and just his energy and personality just really, really, really captured a lot for me. So I hope it does the same for you. If you haven't already subscribed to us on iTunes, all that means is that every single time we release a new episode, it'll drop straight into your inbox. Tag us on social media, DM me or Chef Rick Moon and on Instagram, I'll be tagging him in a social post so you can know how to follow him. And yeah, I'm going to have a lot more episodes from the festival being released over the next few weeks. I had a chance to chat with so many incredible individuals that I'm just so excited that I get to call friends now and, and people that you guys all get to learn from. So enjoy it. And without further ado, here is the amazing Mr. Chef Rick Moonen. Enjoy. 
yo, yo, what's up everyone and welcome to this week's very special episode of Stay Grounded live from Feasted Forward in Napa Valley. I'm sitting right next to the amazing Mr. Chef Rick Moonen. Yes, I'll say it again, Mr. Chef Rick Moonen. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. Thank you very much. I couldn't be better, Raj. Oh my God, I'm so grateful that we get to spend some time together today. I'd love to ask you... What is it about cooking that helps you feel connected to yourself? Wow, that's an amazing question. Food and uh, food is directly connected to our earth. I'm known as the godfather of sustainability in the, the hospitality industry. If you look it up on your phone, my name will pop up. And it's because I've had some great training early in my career. My mentors taught me that. To be a great chef, you need great products. In order to have great products, it has to come from a healthy environment or a place that you know where it came from. So that connection to it all is what brings me so much joy. And, you know, as much as I'm speaking out loud and everything, I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert, you know, and my medium is food and smiles on people's faces when I can turn them on to something that I've uh, explored, discovered, and prepared simply. You know, I try to keep it simple. But the, the reality of it is just getting really, truly excited like a child. I'm 65. Yeah. And I act like, you know, I, I still, I don't even believe it. I'm, I'm 20 in my head. And um, when you do what you love, you know, you never work a day in your life. Blah, blah, blah. Yawn on that. But the truth of it is, it's it's real. Oh, my God. Well, I can feel the youth on you and feel the, the love and light. So can you tell me about the first time you fell in love with cooking? Well, as a youngster, my mom was a registered nurse. My dad worked um, as a manager of a large company. And so I was extremely hyperactive, like like, like ADD, you know, all of the crazy. So my mom, when she got home, she had to prepare dinner for all the whole family. There was 10 of us, seven children, mother, father, parents, and my grandmother. We all lived in the same house in Flushing, New York. And my mom would not trust What's going on in the next room? If I'm in the next room, who knows? I could be pulling the TV apart with a screwdriver I found in the street. You know, so she brings me into the kitchen and starts to hand me like a spoon, just stir this. Then she can keep an eye on me while she's preparing dinner. And I'm it's chocolate pudding. It's just, I'm throwing out an, you know, an example. And all of a sudden this pudding thickens in front of my eyes. And I was just so intrigued by the science of it all. And I love, that's the side of the brain that really motivated me. So the science of that, and I got to eat it, and the flavors and everything. It was to me, it was like I was. It was one of the happiest places in the world for me. It was being in the kitchen, my mom just trying to keep me from ripping up the place, and little did she know that she was influencing my career. Oh, well, I guess that was going to lead me to my next question. How's one way that your mom has influenced the way that you cook? My mom wasn't a great cook to begin with. She was amazing at what she could do. But something I'll never forget is the big cast iron pot on the stove. We children, my brothers and sisters and I called it that pot because nobody wanted to clean it because it's so heavy and awkward, a small kitchen sink, you know, made out of porcelain. So it's clanking around. But she could make a meal in that one pot. You know, it'd be a stew, a sauce, spaghetti. She used to deep fry and it was always that pot, that cast iron pot. And... That always stuck with me, you know, 
I mean, I, I didn't practice it in my career. I mean, if you could, if I'm making dinner, you, you, every pot in the house is in the, is in the sink. You know? <laughs> but that really um, had a, a strong impact on me. You know, it was just the fact that she could do that. And, and the food was delicious. I, I say she's not a great cook. That's not true. She was a great cook. How do you, let's say um, you've had a pretty amazing, illustrious career, like through the ups and downs, what's kept you going to stay committed to your craft when things get hard? Well, there's been a lot of hard parts. I mean, hours and just the environment itself. It's so torturous. It's passion and the sense of, of, a, of a culture. You know, when you're in a kitchen that has a, the right team players, there's a crazy culture, you know, and, and going back four decades, you know, it was a lot different than it is today. It wasn't as um, politically correct, I would say, but you're just proud to be on this team, yeah. you know. And so through the hard times, you, you got to lean on each other and there was a sense of family and, and we're all misfits. You know, I mean, the, the culinary profession is this riddled with people that are second chancers and stuff like that, you know, and they're the, they're the people with the biggest hearts. If you think about it, when there's a disaster anywhere, if there's an earthquake in San Francisco to a, you know, a, a tornado in the center of the, the country or wherever, the first people to show up to help out those first responders and everything are chefs. They're there. And I'm proud to be a part of that. That's I like to give. How does giving make you feel? It's an addiction. You know, I, I, if I go to an auction, I'm already, I'm standing up and giving giving myself away, or I'll cook at your house, you know, but make it ten thousand, you know, whatever, just to get it to. There's a, a an adrenaline rush about throwing out karma, you know, and just I feel blessed because of that because I've I've really been fortunate enough to get a nice return on that investment. I know a lot of people, and they're they're I I consider them friends, you know, so. I'm rich in that respect. You know, I have a lot of great friends. And I'm not going to start throwing names around, but if you know a, a celebrity chef that's your favorite, they're probably a friend of mine. What is one aspect of your journey that you didn't expect you'd love, but you've learned to sort of appreciate and, and really carry, carry a sacred? It's scary. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety. I mean, the palpitations of your heart, this ADD kid jumping into and taking jobs and, and uh, events, etc. I tell people, I have never in my 45 years of being in the hospitality industry taken a job that I was fully qualified for because it makes you a better player. And that's just the way it is. So, and that's scary. You know, you just got to have the courage, and I don't look at it as courage. I'm not, I'm not patting myself on the back. I think I'm just too stupid to think that it's going to, you know. But the reward that you get from challenging yourself, you know, outside of what you think you can actually do. I, I don't, I've done television. One of my biggest fears growing up, and this is most of my life, was public speaking. I was scared to death. Like I was in high school and in order to get in front of my classmates and just do a presentation, I'd be up all night. My palms were sweating. I was just a mess. And then I just made a decision in the seventies uh, when I went to culinary school to change my life. And this career and everything that I've done in my career is supported those changes. And they're, it's just given me a, a, a place to be so grateful because it's been successful. What is your relationship with fear? My relationship with fear is um, we're good friends. I'm not going to lie. We're done. We, we hang out a lot. 
I'm not fearless, but I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie. So there's just something I love crazy. I'm a moth to a flame on crazy. When someone says, oh, that, they don't do that. They, it can't be done. That piques my interest. Can't be done. All right, then let's do it. You know, I want to do everything that can't be done because uh, you only get one run through this all. So why not experience it all? And believe me, I've learned most of what I've learned in my life from making mistakes, but not being afraid to try. I think there's so much. What, what I'm appreciating so much about you, Rick, is just the the raw authenticity and appreciation of the journey. The journey's been great. The journey, it, it continues. <laughs> it is, it's not over. <laughs> I'm going to keep on riding this life uh, until I, you know, one morning I'll wake up and, you know, who knows how old I'll be. I want to cook in a few eggs and boom, I fall down on the ground, die. I win. I win. I won because I'm doing what I love, you know. And so, I mean, you know, I'm looking across from me right now. I see this chocolate lab. and I love dogs. I love animals so, so, so much. You know, they're just so expressive. Their faces. I can hear what he's saying to his owner, you know, and I cook the food for my dogs. And just the whole journey of life is kind of like that adoration. You know, that's what fuels me. The love, the appreciation, the nod, the, the look of surprise on someone's face when you've given them the perfectly balanced dish and they didn't anticipate it being that good. I like to undersell and over-deliver <laughs> for that reason, you know. So it's it's just, um, gosh, I feel super, super blessed. I can feel how blessed you feel, and that to me is why I'm I'm a fan now. I mean, I just, I really, I haven't even tried your food yet, but I'm imagining it's pretty damn good. It's not that good, <laughs> but I'll over-deliver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chef Rick, I got one last question for you. Thank you again for being with us today. In the midst of everything you're doing, everywhere you've been and everywhere you're going, how do you stay grounded? How do I stay grounded? It's a good question. I like to... Stay active, you know, and I have two border collies, so I have to walk these dogs every single day or they're going to eat my house. I like to cycle. I mean, I, I go into different phases, you know, sometimes. But when I do it, I do it 100%. I don't do anything halfway, you know, whatever it is. If I'm drinking, I'm drinking, you know. <laughs> you know, if I'm sleeping, uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just taking a bite out of the ass of life and just riding it out, buddy. That's what it is. <laughs> bite out of the ass of life. Oh, man, that is, I love it. Well, Chef, thank you again for taking a few moments with us and for being here. We're so grateful. And everybody, that is a wrap for this week's very special episode of Stay Grounded. I'm your host, Raj. This is your new friend, Chef Rick. And from us, Stay Grounded. We'll chat soon. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to live an extraordinary life. For more resources and support, please visit www.rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded to join the official Stay Grounded Facebook group, a place where aspiring life enthusiasts can connect and ignite passion for life together. My hope is that the positivity, content, resources, and support in this group will resonate with you on a deeper level. That what you hear in our podcast, read in our thoughtful posts, or learn in our courses will empower you to live with intention, uncover true purpose, and challenge the internal dialogues that stop you from being who you really want to be in your life. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Stay grounded.